Hello, Divine Souls, and welcome to another episode of the Divine Spiral Podcast, where we let spirit and intuition guide this conversation to where it's supposed to go for our highest good. I'm Jordan Johnson. And I'm Michael Braden, and you are not here by accident. You were led to this podcast for a very specific divine reason, and we thank you so much for showing up. So in this episode, we don't really have a clear topic of what we want to talk about, but we kind of just want to start the conversation about authenticity just kind of open up and be you know really authentic about some stuff that we're going through we've been talking to each other and sending some voice messages over the past couple of days talking about you know our lives and some challenges that we've been facing and a lot of them have come up around the topic of grounding and really the idea of the need to ground within yourself or within your physical house or within your place of routine in order to have your bearings so that everything else in your life can kind of go up from there. So both of us have been facing issues of not being grounded in ourselves or in like our routines because both of us essentially within this past month just ended up moving. So, you know, we're up in transition right now. Um, really trying to figure out a new routine, a new daily life, what that looks like in this new physical environment. So really just wanted to essentially talk to each other about what's going on and then trust that the messages will come out from there. Yeah, so uh, with me, <laughs> I just moved to Jacksonville, Florida, which was a whole experience in of itself. Um, when moving, I remember in the U-Haul, I was leaving Savannah, Georgia, which was where I was uh, living for the past seven years. And I was in the U-Haul and Clyde was in the passenger seat, uh, which is my dog. Um, he was in the passenger seat and it was just such a vibe and a moment. And in that moment, I also realized the world as I knew it was collapsing and I was quite literally being uprooted and um, I was being moved somewhere. And that moment, I remember in the U-Haul, it was night, it was dark and then Clyde was just really happy, had a big old smile on his face and I was driving down the road and savannah just like i don't know when you move you have that feeling of when you're leaving one place that you've known for so long it's just kind of like it's in your stomach area it just kind of like it dissipates from you like it just like you become separate from it in a very specific moment in time and then in that moment i just recognized wow like i cannot believe this is actually happening and that's when it sunk in that i was actually moving and leaving um, and then from there, I mean, I was quite literally uprooted. You know, I was uprooted from Savannah and was placed and dropped in Jacksonville, Florida, somewhere that I've hardly ever visited in my life. And so it was a very foreign area and environment for me. Um, the neighborhood wasn't familiar with it at all. The things to do, the places around here, like nothing familiar whatsoever. And I think uprooted is a great word for this because when we talk about grounding and like the root chakra, the root chakra is that that chakra center of of grounding. It's where you literally put roots into the ground. It's the I am safe, I am secure, I am okay um, affirmations with the root chakra. And so when I was uprooted from my environment, um, I quite literally felt lost. And to this moment, I feel lost still, but nowhere near as bad as the first couple of days here. Um, because at the same time of being uprooted from Savannah physically, I'm also going through a whole career change. The business that I've worked on for the past seven, eight years of my life, I've basically decided it's no longer for me. Um, so all that blood, sweat and tears, I've just, you know, stopped it. And so that sense of that, that source of income has also depleted. And so moving and then not having that financial security, which a lot of in society, our root chakra is based in financial security because of the society we live in. 
which is sad, but it's true. Like if you don't have money in that account, your your sense of security has plummeted because you feel like, you know, you quite literally can die without money. I've talked about with Michael before. It's like the modern day dueling, like in the old Western times, you know, where they draw out the guns and they duel each other. The modern day dueling is just suing each other for money because if you can take someone's money and all of their money, that they're gonna die like it's it's hard to survive without money in this world you think about homeless people and that's also interesting enough why i felt so called when i moved here i've like fed so many homeless people here because like i don't know when i don't have grounding in myself i feel like this need to give someone else grounding because i just felt so lost and confused and i just felt so compassionate for people who don't have that security right and so i don't know a lot going on there but basically i moved and through the career change and switched to the spiritual area I want to go in and not really knowing that direction and next steps with that yet and still feeling lost I, I recognized the first step I needed to do was to get grounding because um, it really affected me it, it affected me deeply I mean I would get so emotional and so sad I remember there's times when you know I was just sitting in bed at night you know when I first moved here a week ago and I was crying and I didn't even know why I was crying and I was just so hurtful like sad and depressed it, it literally felt like depression and I thought I had depression. I thought, oh my God, I was burying something for the past five, six months of my life. And it's like now come up, you know, because I've changed everything. But in reality, I realized that it was a similar feeling of depression, but it all came from the present moment. And it had to deal with the acceptance of everything and the acceptance that, okay, this is just how it is right now. And you got to be okay with it. Right. And I'm not saying that, but the move was bad or it was, I didn't want to go or any of that. I was really excited for it. Still, I'm really excited for it. So much new things to explore. But like when you're uprooted like that, especially with your sense of security financially, man, it can really put this ungrounding energy inside of you. And I could not accept. I just it, it came down to that acceptance of like, OK, it's OK, because it came down to a breaking point a few days ago. And I remember it was at night and. I just, I broke down. Um, I just said, I got to leave home. I got to go to the park. And I knew exactly what I had to do. But there was so much fear in doing what I wanted to do because this ungrounding energy made me literally question everything in my existence. Not only just the move, it made me question my relationships. It made me question my job, my career, my spiritual path. Maybe even question my own spirituality, which I have always been really grounded in. But I was literally questioning, like, is this even me? Like, who am I? Like, it was deep. It was deep, deep stuff. And I knew what I had to do. And I knew what always helped me. And that's through speaking. And so I knew I had to create a voice message. Like my voice memos app on my phone is literally just filled with like audio journals, basically. That's how I heal. That's how I get through things. And I knew like from a week, like <laughs> it was time. It was long overdue for me to do that. And I was broken down. Like I was constantly sobbing for like an hour. And then I went out and went in my car. And I was like, what helps me is movement and talking it out. And so when I was walking down the street of you know on the river here I just said the first few words and all I said was this move is really affecting me and then I lost it I I lost it I started bawling so hard I was like okay I can't walk on this on this journal so I had to go back to my car it was a little more private because there was a lot of people around I was like I can't do that so I went back to my car and I just started talking I just started talking with myself and that made me find grounding within myself, a little bit of grounding in myself to get a little bit of clarity that was much needed. And a lot of times, and I think this is where I'm going to segue to Michael's experience a lot too, a lot of times we get so ungrounded because we get ungrounded because our grounding is not in ourselves. Our grounding is in money. Our grounding is in our house. Our grounding is in the things we like to do. Our grounding is in everything but your heart. And when your grounding is in everything but your heart, 
you will get uprooted if your environment changes, if your external circumstances changes, anything like that. Your grounding has to be in your own heart, right? Because without it in your heart, when you have those environmental changes, you will be so lost, so unclear about everything. You'll question a lot of things. You'll feel depressed. You'll feel nervous and anxious severely, which is all the things that I was feeling. And I recognized that by through that walking and that talking, my source of grounding was somewhere back in Savannah that's no longer in my environment. And so I knew that by talking, I had to root that grounding back into my heart and back in my, my center. And I just flowed with it. I said, this is bothering me. This is bothering me. This is bothering me. You know, I'm questioning this about my relationship. I'm questioning this about, you know, my career path and my spiritual journey. I'm like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I was so lost and confused. But through that talking, it released all of that ungrounding energy out of me. And I was able to then root into something more deeper inside of myself, right? Instead of something external. And I think that's really important too. It's just like, it's it's rooting back into yourself. It all comes back down to yourself. And basically it's like that saying of like, um, in order to make room for something new, you have to let go of what's old. And like my ungrounding stemmed from not being able to let go of what I've already moved on from the past, right? And my past environment, my past circumstances, my past source of grounding. And I needed to find that new energy. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it is like, you know, that's where depression stems from, I think, too, is like your past is that depressive energy, your anxiety is that future energy. And right here we are, the here and the now, and it all comes down to the acceptance of the present moment. And I feel like depression affects a lot of people, not because of not just necessarily what happened to them in the past. I feel like that's a definitely big part of it. And that stuff that needs to be healed and, and kind of transmuted. But also it comes down to the acceptance of the present. And that's where all of these emotions that felt like depression came from for me. It came down to the acceptance of the present moment. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like what I've been going through. And I know Michael just went through a move. So I'm curious, like if you, Michael, like, have you had like anything similar to that with like that grounding energy and the uprooting energy? I definitely have. Um, but everything that you said made me think of a couple of things that I want to talk about before getting into my own experience with it. So you were talking about being uprooted, um, your grounding being in your physical environment instead of within you. It made me think of a couple of things of like a tree, you know, like you can go to a nursery and buy a tree and it's in its little pot. And then um, you plant it in the ground and there may be a little period where the roots have to like extend into the soil. It has to kind of like go through the changes of its new environment. Like there is, definitely is that transition period of the tree getting used to its new environment and I think that's both where you and I are right now it's just in that transition period getting used to this new environment and sometimes whenever an event happens to make us get uprooted and to make us change that's an opportunity to see how strong our foundations actually are to see whether okay how strong are your roots that you can be planted in any environment and continue to grow or are your roots like super, super thin and frail and you're dependent upon your environment to give you the nutrients that you need instead of being able to soak it up yourself. And so I think also at these points, whenever our foundations crumble and everything seems to get torn down, that's also showing us, okay, what in your life is actually working and it shows you how strong it actually is. So like you were talking about in Savannah, um, you know, getting used to the routine of your physical environment. Um, but when that physical environment changes, you know, like what are you left with? And it makes me think of whenever I go on vacation or something like 
my routine changes, my day changes, uh, the physical environment changes, and I get so thrown off track with it because I don't keep up the routine or the habits or the daily things that I do to make sure that I'm continuing to be myself. So I think another way to think about grounding is what do you do for yourself, like just for yourself to make you yourself. And uh, once you figure that out and you're able to determine how strong that is, then you're really able to be uh, placed anywhere and still be able to build those roots. Um, alternatively, uh, when everything does crumble, that shows an opportunity of, okay, not looking at, oh, the entire house crumbled, like what's left, but looking at it as kind of like a blank slate being like, okay, there are these couple of things that I did in this old place that I lived at that I really enjoy that I want to continue with me, but I recognize that I'm going to need some more stuff. What do I want to build now? So like you said, really accepting the present, um, moving from the thinking of, oh, my past has ended, like it used to be like this and it's not like this anymore, to moving into, okay, this is what we have right now. We have this blank foundation. I want to build this thing. What type of foundation do I need to build that is going to be super strong and secure within myself in order to get me where it is that I want to go. And that's what I've been thinking about recently since I moved back to Tennessee about a month ago. Um, my entire schedule got changed. Um, the people I was surrounded with changed, the physical environments changed, and just everything changed. And I thought that I had a pretty good routine out in California because um, I was doing more or less the same stuff every day in the mornings and in the evenings. But I just haven't been upkeeping with it. And one of the main lessons that I've learned with being back here is you may know what it is that you want to do, but it comes down to actually doing it instead of, um, again, letting the physical environment alter you. So even though I had my routines, I had the stuff I wanted to do, I was totally capable of doing it. The foundation for me that was cracked that showed me what I needed was to work on doing stuff for myself and still getting out the people-pleasing tendencies that I still had because the reason that I wouldn't follow through with the activities I set for myself or the routines I set for myself was I felt I had to change because of the people that I was around and I had to kind of conform to what they were doing. Um, and just some different situations like that. So again, a move can be a great chance for growth to show you stuff that you may not otherwise see. Like a lot of people are afraid of change. A lot of people do want to build something and then just keep it like that forever. But if you're in the same situation forever, you aren't able to look at it from an outside perspective as clearly as you are, um, when you allow things to evolve and change the way they naturally are, because when you're able to look at it from that outside perspective, you're able to objectively look, okay, what is working for me? What isn't working for me? And then by putting yourself in that situation where essentially your faith, your roots, your foundation, everything gets tested, um, sometimes everything does have to crumble to show you what wasn't true to begin with. Um, like in a lot of relationships, once you do start going through your healing journey and your spiritual journey and you're stepping more into authenticity, sometimes those people who were attached to the older version of you will leave because they don't like the current version of you or they don't like that you're changing. They're still associating you with who you used to be. So again, 
the foundation that needed to be changed for who you currently are, we have to let go of some things of our past selves in order to make room for who we truly are now and what makes us the happiest in this moment. And I also feel like when you get uprooted and ungrounded or like your environment changes and stuff, you have this like rediscovery period of yourself. Like for me, when I moved, um, I began questioning everything, right? And the things I was questioning were literally my relationship and even my spirituality, which has always been really big in my life, at least for the past three, four years. Like, I mean, even my whole life has been huge, but like, you know, after during college, I had that whole like falling out and everything. And then when I rediscovered, myself once I had there it is there it is again like when you had that uprooting and you know when I was had that outing experience I was uprooted uh, from what was comfortable and it made me find new grounding elsewhere you know I was grounded in my parents love for me and my family's love for me and then that kind of got stripped away from me so I questioned everything again I questioned everything spiritually in that moment back then I questioned my connection to source and God I, I questioned like well does God even love me if I'm an abomination to God or whatever is, is what is that connection? Right. And so when we, our environment changes or we get uprooted or ungrounded from certain situations um, in our life, and it's going to happen repeatedly and repeatedly because it's asking you to find new, higher grounding, right? Grounding um, that is more secure in yourself versus other people. It's more secure in your authenticity than other people. And I was telling Michael, how like, you know, recently when I moved, like I literally questioned like everything about me, like, okay, do I like the clothes I wear? Do I, do I like the furniture I have? Is it me? Does it feel like me? But then I didn't know. I don't know who is me. I don't know what me is. I don't know if that's the furniture I like. I, for my whole life, I've been comparing it to other people and like, oh, what do adults have? Or, oh, what do spiritual people have? Or what does this person have or this person have? And I came to this realization or not really a realization, but a conclusion of, okay, maybe it's literally just you know, whoever I am, just because I have modern furniture, say, for example, doesn't mean that I'm not spiritual or any less spiritual than someone who has a bunch of vintage things. And it's like understanding that I am my unique person and that through my authenticity, I can be grounded in my heart because without that authenticity of myself and even knowing myself and that experience of me being uprooted to question those things about me, I would never be on my highest path because my highest path is staying true to myself. And you said something, Michael, earlier, right before we started about like how your purpose comes when that you, you are in your authentic self or something. Like, what did you say about that? Yeah, it was this podcast that I was listening to yesterday and um, I forget exactly how she worded it, but it was essentially saying like living your authentic path, living in your authenticity, that's what brings you your purpose and your highest path and uh, just align seeking with everything that you need in life. So um, again, I guess just, um, well, I'll let you finish, but you know, the more that you're authentic, I guess the that's the more that you're able to ground in yourself as opposed to trying to be someone who you're not just for the sake of wanting someone else to like you or wanting to look like a certain like outward appearance. And, and I get chills just thinking about what I'm about to say because this is literally me right now. This is who I am right now, and I don't know who I am. And that is okay because I've been uprooted. I, I, what, I, what's, what once was familiar and comfortable is no longer familiar and comfortable for me. And I was, I guess, super anxious about not having... Is it, do I like that lamp? Do I like the way this house looks? Do I like where I live? Do I like what I'm doing to make money or not doing to make money? Is... 
am I supposed to just be Ubering? Like, am I supposed to be like doing uh, spiritual videos on TikTok? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? But I don't know. You know, I have ideas. And I think you were, we were talking something on the phone yesterday about like values and habits and routines and things like that. And like, I realized a lot of my habits that I once did in Savannah no longer serve me, like completely have changed. Like the way I wake up in the morning, the way I cook my meals, the food I eat, all of that stuff has changed because I've been able to take a step outside of my old self because that quite literally old self or old part of my routines and behaviors and environment has completely changed. So I'm able to take out. And like Michael said in a previous episode, when you're in something, you can't really see something clearly. You have to take a step outside of it to be able to get clarity on that thing. And when I was questioning everything about myself when I moved, I was very unclear about everything about myself. And that's okay. And you're not going to know it right away. You're not going to know it right away, especially if you're ungrounded, especially if you've just been uprooted and you have to root yourself back. The first message I got was to ground yourself again. Once you get grounding, then you can get clarity and then you can know exactly who you are and what direction you're supposed to go on. And there's this analogy that I was given when I did all this channeling through myself, through the voice memo app of just like, like I said, I'll, I'll start just speaking and I know that's exactly what I needed to do. I was very scared to do it because of the thoughts I was having, because of the things I was questioning. <laughs> I was quite literally questioning my relationship, right? And, and because I was questioning my relationship, it showed me that I was getting grounding in that relationship of myself, right? And that is not, that's not okay. I mean, it's, it's okay, but it's like, it's not a true source of grounding because if that relationship were to change, then you've lost yourself in that relationship again, right? And so when I questioned all these things, it showed me what areas of my life I had grounding in once before and where that needed to change and shift. And so I was very scared to start recording and just start speaking my thoughts and my feelings. I knew a lot of purging was going to happen, but I was very scared too, but I knew exactly how I was supposed to do that. So I started sharing every little thing that I guess another way to word it is not just bothering me, but every area of my life where I was previously seeking grounding in that no longer served me. And through that, uh, about midway through, it was about a 20-minute voice message, it became like this message and advice and clarity on like what to do next. And that clarity had to do with find grounding in yourself, in your heart. And the analogy that I was given um, from my guides in the time, because I remember the last five minutes of that message was just me thanking all the advice I got from my higher self and my ancestors, my guides who were sharing that with me. This analogy of a river, I live right off the St. John's River here, and it's beautiful. And I was looking at the river when I was recording all this, and I was like, wow, the analogy is like quite literally, you're going with the flow of the river, right? You're told to go with the flow of life, go with the flow, right? But if you're seeking grounding in anything outside of yourself, you're going to be trying to swim to the nearest island to seek shelter and grounding on that land so you don't drown, right? But God and source is just trying to urge you to float, to get grounding in your heart so that you can literally float and lay back and let him take you where you're supposed to go and the island that you're supposed to be at instead of you forcing your way somewhere that you're not supposed to be at or have grounding in something you're not needing to have grounding in or doing something you're not supposed to be doing right now, like, you know, getting a nine to five job when you're supposed to be going after your heart and following your passions and all these things. But you can't see that if you're emergently trying to seek shelter or refuge or grounding in something that is false and inauthentic to yourself, right? And that makes, you know, literally so much sense. And it does come down to what you are looking for safety and security and grounding. And like you were talking about how willing you are to actually accept the present. And so going back to the idea of authenticity, I think you're not really able to be authentic with yourself if you're not allowing yourself to go to the flow 
of any changes that are happening in your life. So you can't be authentic with yourself if you say, okay, I just moved from California to Tennessee. I'm going to do every single thing I did in California here in Tennessee because that's who I am. That's what I've established. That's what I do. It works for me. That is it. No, that's denial of the present. That's not acceptance of the present. And then just like you were talking about with the voice recording, like the healing came through the purging. It came through quite literally just allowing yourself to accept and honor what was going on in the present without having any judgment towards it. Because a lot of times whenever we don't want to accept the present, it's because we automatically put some judgment towards it. We're like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this way. Oh, I'm feeling different from how I did in the past. Like, I don't think this is what's supposed to be going on. But truly going with the flow means not like having grounding within yourself, figuring out who you are, but not clinging to any certain narrative of yourself. So I truly feel that I change every day. Um, I learn stuff every day. I like am introspective every day, really just trying to figure out, you know, what works for me and what doesn't and what direction I'm supposed to be going in. And so I really feel that it is an art to surrender and be in the present and i feel that when you do that uh, when you do that that is when you're able to be authentic because if you're not able to accept things how they currently are you're clinging to the past which like you said brings on depression and so just being able to be honest with yourself about what's going on like let go of those fears of wait this is changing this is changing like i have to hold still i have to hold still like the episode i did about being cold you know like it may be like cooler outside but if you're clinging on to what the warm weather is you're only causing discomfort it's not that it's even that cool outside it's just that you're not willing um to allow yourself to accept what's going on in the present and so i really feel that the journey to be authentic um is a daily practice and you know it's not something that you just automatically um can switch over to you have to learn what that authenticity to you is and what's authentic to you is the areas in which you are grounded and so it really is about that process about allowing everything to go with the flow allowing things to naturally fall off because you're not holding on to that narrative of i am this person i do this thing it is always a part of my life no things are going to come and go and the more that you hold on to that narrative of what you used to be you are denying yourself the growth of who you currently are and who you are able to be in the future because we are constantly changing a tree doesn't stay the same size forever it doesn't keep all of its leaves forever no it's constantly growing evolving shifting as the seasons dying. change dying literally it's not like um you know like suppressing any of this stuff or saying no i was this tree once i am always this tree no really just like I think the scariest part of all of this is just admitting that you are no longer who you thought you were. And that is a very scary thing, especially if you worked really hard to build the person that you were. You could have come up from a horrible situation, built something really, really good for yourself, and you say, okay, I'm finally happy with myself. This is good. This is good. But, like, then if something happens and all and like everything that you worked for seemingly gets crumbled to the ground that is a very scary place to be you know that is essentially starting over that is essentially like you said um it makes you question everything i thought this was working but it's not i thought this is who i am but it's not and so 
that really is the scariest part. But again, that is just a lesson in control. Again, the universe will whisper to you, and if you don't pick up, it will scream. The foundation will crumble if you don't notice the cracks in the foundation whenever you're looking around at it. You know, so it really just is about letting go of any held narratives that you have about yourself. And literally, like you were even talking about, um, with like the clothes or the furniture or something like we were talking about before this, you were like, I want more of this style, but I feel that, you know, spiritual people hold to this style, but, um, Logan wants this style, you know, it's like those titles that we cling to and those like self-proclaimed, uh, uh, descriptions of ourselves that we have like that is a self-imposed limit and box that we put on ourselves and so by just saying okay I can be whoever I want to be I am whoever I am and like be curious about that process of who you currently are and where you're going and what needs to be let go of to match who you are right now that is such a fun process. Well, fun may not be the right word, but you know, it is sometimes, um, but just the process of like exploring yourself. And that is like such a gift to be able to do because so many people never actually do that. So many people spend their whole lives thinking they know who they are, but no, they're scared to actually be who they are. So going with the flow also means just releasing the fear. And like you said, God, source, and everyone is going to guide you along. They are that river. But if you think you have to cling to that island, well, then you're not moving. There could be like the best thing ever down that river. But if you're going to cling to the first thing you say uh, that you see along the path because you're so scared because you don't know where it's going, then you're the only one stopping yourself from receiving everything that it is you're supposed to receive. Um, and then last thing with this, I recently um, met with a healer um, the other week, and she said this extremely interesting quote that I haven't been able to stop thinking about. Um, Some people would rather be in a familiar hell than an unfamiliar heaven. And that's just like really, really stuck with me. Even though what you are right now is familiar, is it working? Are you truly happy? Do you feel completely at ease and at peace with it? If not, then you have to decide, okay, I know that this is who I've been. I know that this has been working for me, but there may be something better. And the only way to find that out is to let go of who you used to be and just fall and trust that the universe will hold you and take you exactly where you're supposed to go. And beautiful divine soul, you have to embrace yourself. You have to embrace yourself. I'm going to paint a pretty picture for you. When you go to the beach, well, beach is not the best analogy for this. When you go to the pool or you go to a lake or wherever and you go to float, are you fighting? Are you swimming? Are you struggling? No, you're embracing the water. The water is this light energy. Jesus walked on water for God's sake. Why? Because he embraced its beauty. He embraced its lightness, its fluffiness. He embraced God. God was the one carrying him, right? And if we relate God to this water energy for a second, when you embrace yourself, you are quite literally embracing the flow of the river, the flow of water, and water is emotion. So what I'm saying is embrace all of this emotions. Like he said, approach this discovery of yourself with curiosity. Do not judge yourself for what you're doing or for questioning things about yourself or not knowing. Like right now, man, I don't know a lot of things about myself and I'm in that discovery phase. 
Is that bad? No. Did I think I discovered this five years ago? Yes. When I moved out of my home. Yes, I did. But I'm going through another one of those phases because again, I'm just being, I'm just going with the flow. I'm embracing this change. And this change is also not only a physical environmental change, it's an internal self, soul purpose, and external it's everything change like so it's it's okay to be questioning things again and to not know and to embrace yourself with this loving curiosity i think that's the best way to do it is is discover yourself through this loving curiosity of self-embrace because when you go with the flow you're not fighting you're embracing yourself you're embracing the water and you're letting it take you where it's supposed to go i'm not fighting to try and figure out oh what what do i want to do with this room i'm in right now or do I like this or do I like that? No, if I just embraced what it looked like now and I accepted that, I'm sure that as time goes on and as divine timing source and that water will push me into the direction and the things that I'm supposed to have in this room, right? And so beautiful divine soul, I say it again, embrace yourself and embrace your own journey because it is unique. You are a unique individual. Like Michael was talking about earlier, is like who we are is unique to every other box that society or other people has labeled us as. Spiritual growth, spiritual people. I know quote unquote spiritual people who lived in my old town who literally hate the word spiritual for that reason. They don't even use the word spiritual because it's become such a cliche, such a niche, such a, such a group or a community. And yes, it's good to find those like-minded people and have words that describe those like-minded concepts and things. But in reality, you cannot limit any one belief to any one concept. You cannot limit any one group to any one word. It's not possible. So embrace if your self, your authentic and unique self kind of goes outside of those bounds a little bit and create your own path, quite literally create your own flow. You know, a river is huge. Someone literally five feet away from you in a tube is not going to go in the same direction you're going to go, right? Because the flow is different for everyone. It depends on your body weight. It depends on the size of the tube. It depends on so many factors. And so let that flow of energy create your own path, right? And you create your own path with it. And so don't like kind of self-judge or anything like that. So just embrace yourself. It's this loving care and energy of embrace. And, you know, I pulled some little advice cards from a Deca general a long time ago. And there's some words here that I'm, I'm being thrown to share. And it makes sense to find grounding. This word silence came out, right? And it's like the best way to find grounding is through silence because you became, you become still with yourself basically. And for me, this does not have to be locked in a room. Although for some people, they thrive in that. But for me, I thrive in nature. I don't care if there's city sounds. I don't care if there's birds. I don't care if there's anything. But I like that. And that that is my silence. That is my resonance frequency of silence. Other people's silence is, you know, noise-canceling headphones locked in a room, right? So embrace the silence. And the crown chakra came out. And that makes me think of, like, <laughs> quite literally the flow from above, right? Because your crown chakra is what flows in that universal intelligence, that universal knowledge. And if you are blocked and if you are not grounded in your root, your crown cannot be open. Your universal flow cannot be open because your root, your your root chakra affects all the other chakras. If you want to, if you want to open up any of your other chakras, start at your root because if you ground your root and you open up your root chakra, all the other ones will be open automatically by itself with time because you've, you focus on the root because all the other chakras find grounding in your root chakra, right? And they cannot operate without grounding. Um, and appreciate, like I said this earlier, appreciate what you have, like quite literally what you have is enough and you can only add to it. Right. And, and, and you discover that process through time. I feel like, so I just really feel like for me, it made me feel comfortable knowing that I am who I am in this very moment. And that is enough. Right. Oh, exactly. And it's, 
always enough because it is all about right now. You know, we do have like a vague idea of where we want to go, but all of this process of introspection and finding your authenticity is really just about coming into the right now. And um, I have this book, The Art of Solitude, on the desk here. I talked about it in one of the other episodes, but I finally started reading it today after having it for literally a year. But, you know, solitude really is an art, and I truly believe the best way to learn about yourself is to spend time with yourself. That is how I've learned, like, literally everything about me. Like, yes, it is good to listen to podcasts and watch videos and, you know, talk to like-minded people, but at the end of the day, they don't know you like you know you. And if we're constantly turning to answers everywhere except for inside us, we're not going to find our true authenticity because we're going to be comparing it to what other people are doing. So truly, you know, one of the best things to do to get the most clarity, to get the most answers about who you are, is to really just spend time in solitude, spend time by yourself. And then I liked what you said about like lovingly embracing yourself because that's what it is. It's not a thing of like, okay, well, like, let me just figure this out about myself so I can get back on track. No, it's like a curiosity program. Same thing with, um, you know, going through your emotions. Like you want to approach it with curiosity because if you don't genuinely want to know, why would your body tell you? Why would your guides tell you? You know, it's all about sending out that energy of genuine curiosity, genuinely wanting to learn and enjoying the process. You know, not just doing it for the sake of getting the answers, but learning to develop that relationship with yourself because that is the only relationship that we maintain throughout our entire lives. Um, so it's extremely important to be able to do that. And uh, I really feel that spending time by yourself, cutting out all the distractions, whatever that looks like for you, it's going to look different for everyone. Again, it's about finding what works for you. Um, but just being able to cut out the distractions, turn inward, and just listen to what has to say. That is how you find all of your answers. Yeah, and I have, uh, again, I use this uh walk by faith uh notebook whatever it's bio versus top for all our journaling for the episodes and stuff and um i always know like i flipped to a random page before the episode and like this one it's actually striking my fans a little bit because i don't really know how this ties in but also i do because you actually just said it michael and you're talking about like it's, it's all about like self-respect too and like respecting and honoring yourself enough because however much value and honor you give to yourself is the limit that you can give to another person and so with that, I'm going to read this verse, and I know it's in the Bible verse, but again, shift it to your own, own views and own religion, whatever you want to do, but like, take it as it resonates, and I really feel like for every single person in every little different moment of time, even myself in the future is going to take a different message from this every single time, so in every, just a different way. So um, it's uh, the Romans 12, 10, and it says, be devoted to one another in love and honor one another above yourselves. But again, you cannot... You, you, in order to be on, in order for you to honor someone else, you have to be able to honor yourself. And you cannot honor yourself if you are fighting yourself, if you are not embracing yourself. How can you embrace the world around you? How can you embrace your neighbor or your friend or whoever if you cannot honestly embrace yourself? Right. And so I feel like if you can honor yourself by embracing where you are in the present moment, no matter what it looks like, and, and just, Find if you ever feel lost, I think this is the advice I give myself quite literally all the time. Whenever I feel lost, ungrounded, unrooted, questioning things, anxiety filled, literally anything in the world, pretty much, if you focus on your grounding, you will sure find peace at some point because your grounding is what gives you that affirmations of I am safe, I am okay, 
I'm comfortable, you know, all of those like here in the moment, present moment things. That's your root chakra. So find the grounding people. Like, I just really feel like if you find the grounding, you're going to be able to embrace yourself in a way that you've honestly probably didn't even know was possible about yourself. Like I am discovering in my little journey here, moving and stuff. And it's all just about honoring and accepting whatever comes up because we never know where the river's going to take us. But all we have to do is keep floating and it will take us exactly where we need to be. So with that, um, thank you all so much for listening. We trust that this gave you the messages and the guidance that you needed. Um, we trust that we were able to channel messages for you specifically. So with that, thank you all for spiraling with us and we can't wait to see where the next spiral takes us.